there, everyone. My name is Ari, and welcome to Made of Metal, a motivational podcast where we tell stories about regular people overcoming insurmountable odds. I hope everyone is doing wonderfully and just as pumped for this week's episode as I am. As I'm sure you've all guessed by this point, I'm a gigantic and unapologetic nerd. Nothing wrong with it. But I love to learn, especially about subject matter that I know very little about. So there are some things that I kind of gravitate to. Definitely the humanities. I love history. I love the artsy stuff. But such things like math, physics, science, I'm not exactly too familiar. So (laughs) there's like such a thrill for me to learn more about that sort of subject matter and It's truly that initial exploration period that I just find so much fun and joy in. I really enjoy it. But the individual we'll be learning about this week, I'm quite sure, shares the same sentiments in terms of the pursuit of knowledge. This individual dedicated their life to learning and discovery for the benefit of their fellow man, in particular in the area of the sciences. During this time period, this individual had to defy cultural norms and excelled in areas and academic circles that traditionally were notoriously hard to break into. This person didn't allow their societal constraints to keep them from achieving and exceeding their goals. Through dedication, determination, and an obsession to learn and to know, this person broke the glass ceiling and took science as a whole to new and previously impossible heights. So (laughs) this week, we'll be covering the bright, the brainy, the brilliant Marie Curie. Now, I thought I'd known the basics of Marie Curie's story, But surprisingly, I had no idea that Marie Curie was a name she'd assumed later on in life. Marie Curie was born Maria Sklodowska on November 7th, 1867. Marie was born in Warsaw, which is now considered Poland, and was the youngest of five siblings. I thought this next fact was a great example as to why childhood is so impactful. And that is that Marie's parents were both teachers. Unsurprisingly, Marie showed extraordinary ability early on in her childhood. Marie was reported as having an incredible sense of memory and recall, as well as a voracious curiosity. Throughout her academic career, Marie was always an accomplished student and was passionate about succeeding in her studies. Marie was an elite student and eagerly consumed new knowledge. When Marie became of age, and although she was more than qualified, she was unfortunately not allowed to attend university. During this time period where Maria was growing up, Higher education was only afforded to men, so women were not allowed to attend. Marie wasn't allowed to participate in formal schooling, but that doesn't mean she gave up her passion for learning. Quite the contrary. Marie would join a secret group of students who attended clandestine classes. 
Yes, Marie had to attend an undercover learning program in order to continue her education. Like these students, dedicated, okay? They were not playing. While Marie was still learning with her unconventional education, she longed to complete and receive her formal degree. After discussing it with a sister who shared similar goals and ideals about education, the two girls came up with a master plan. And honestly, big ups to sister love because, wow, Marie would work and pay for her sister to attend university overseas to earn her degree. After her sister received her degree, they would switch roles and her sister would support Marie while she attended school. And while her sister was attending school, Marie worked different jobs from a teacher to her governess, all the while never ceasing her own studies. Marie would continue to self-study subjects like chemistry and math while she worked to put her sister through school. Around 1891, after her sister had completed her degree, it was Marie's turn. Marie would travel to Paris enroll in school, and become completely engrossed in her studies. Marie also began to follow the teachings of famous researchers and physicists. Now, this road to education wasn't necessarily without any downsides or negatives. Although Marie was pursuing her dreams of receiving her formal education and degree, she was not on firm financial footing by any means. Receiving the bare minimum to complete her schooling, Marie was suffering at home from malnutrition. Reportedly, while pursuing her education, Marie survived primarily on buttered bread and tea, which to me just makes Marie's accomplishments, academic accomplishments, even more impressive. Such a meager sustenance and still performing at the top of her class. In 1893, Marie would receive her first degree in physical science. Then, just a year later, Marie would receive her second degree in math. So Marie went from being rejected from university to earning not just one, but two degrees. But this would just be the beginning of the incredible academic legacy of Marie Curie. In 1894, Marie would meet someone who would become her life partner in more ways than one. Right after graduating with her second degree, Marie was introduced to Pierre Curie. When Marie met Pierre, she was working in a laboratory, completing a commissioned study on steel and its magnetic properties. They were described as the perfect pair as both amazing partners in marriage and science. Marie and Pierre would get married on July 25th, 1895. While completing her research and experiments, Marie would discover two significant elements, polonium and radium. She would also begin to study radiation more closely following the discovery of these new elements. Now, I just wanted to emphasize she discovered elements that previously were perceived to not even exist. 
the periodic table at the time was pretty much a static thing. Nobody expected to make any additions or changes to the table. But Marie discovered not just one, but two new elements. After studying the work of a fellow physicist named Henry Beckwell, Marie was inspired to research the findings even more extensively. This in turn inspired Marie to take her experiments a step further. As such, after her own experimentation, Marie discovered how some elements and minerals emanated an energy, which she described as radioactivity. With Marie's discovery of radioactivity, her husband Pierre began to work with Marie more closely on her own experiments. As the two continued to study the effects and behavior of radioactivity in different minerals, Marie would be awarded her Doctorate of Science in 1903. In this same year, Marie, her husband, and Henry would be jointly awarded the Nobel Prize for Physics for their research and breakthroughs in discovering radioactivity. I also wanted to highlight that while Marie was pioneering new fields of study in science, she was also being a mother. Marie and Pierre had two daughters while Marie was completing her groundbreaking work, with her last child being born in 1904. Sadly, two years after the birth of their second daughter, Pierre would die unexpectedly in a wagon accident on April 19, 1906. This was a devastating loss for Marie, who lost not only her husband, but an invaluable partner in science. After her husband's death, Marie would take over his position and become the university's first female professor. In spite of her incredible loss and being a single mother, Marie was the sole recipient of a second Nobel Prize in chemistry for her discoveries of polonium and radium in 1911. Fun fact, polonium was named by Marie after her homeland of Poland. Marie wasn't just a person who was completely consumed by her passion for the sciences. She was very much someone who wanted to help those around her using her discoveries. In 1914, during the uncertain and dangerous times of World War I, Marie didn't hide in her home and bide her time. Marie wanted to help, and help she did. Marie was able to develop and advocate for the use of the portable X-ray machine during World War I. This was a pivotal improvement, which could be used to help diagnose and treat on the battlefield, and at the time was beyond revolutionary. After the war, Marie would continue her work with a focus on radioactivity and how it could be utilized in the medical field. Marie would also travel to the United States for a meeting with President Warren G. Harding, whom she had petitioned for radium to be used in her studies. Marie was described as fervent in her pursuit of attaining radioactive material for scientific study. But it wasn't always for Marie herself to use and study. Marie had her eye on the far future 
and wanted to preserve these elements in order to be available to be studied by scientists in the future. What is most amazing about Marie is her unwavering dedication to science and the pursuit of knowledge outside of any ego-driven goals or direction. As Marie aged, her daughters would continue on her legacy. One of her daughters would go on to win a Nobel Prize of her own, while the other would write an award-winning biography about her mother. Marie's foundational research, which then influenced her daughter's research, would then lead to further discoveries in the atomic fields, in particular, the discovery of the neutron. Sadly, as the years went on, Marie's health would begin to decline. Marie Curie would pass away from prolonged exposure to radioactivity on July 4th, 1934. She was initially buried in a lead-lined coffin for that same reason. They wanted to avoid radioactivity poison. Marie allowed her pursuits to lead her all the way to her death. This is beyond devotion. This is a lifelong love affair with learning. In a way, Marie pursued what she loved at all costs, even that of her own life. The breakthroughs this woman championed cannot be quantified. You have to take into account all of these scientific discoveries that were made as a result of the foundational work Marie created. Although she was venturing into territory absolutely no one could guide her through, Marie continued on. Even after being rejected from university, after the birth of her daughters, after the death of her husband and her beloved lab partner, Marie carried on. Marie was the only person to be awarded the Nobel Prize twice. That's man or woman. Imagine the competition for that. The amount of men who were competing for that same award, who Marie had to compete against. It's just incredible to think about that she was awarded that. And not to mention, as with all academic pursuits at this time period, all of that subject, all of those fields were dominated by men who had biases against women and their intelligence. So Marie has to work against all the stereotyping, the undermining, the constantly being questioned and having to prove herself. When your contributions are constantly questioned, how do you not question yourself? Marie set the bar for man or woman. Her legacy will live on forever in several scientific foundations, such as the Curie Institute and the Pierre and Marie Curie University. The woman who was once turned away from university now has one named after her. So you guys know I love to switch it up and end the episode on a great quote sometimes. Because I feel some words are just so much more impactful after you've heard the story of the person who actually said them. To me, they take on a new meaning when you know just how much this person embodied and lived the words that they were speaking. So here is a quote from Marie Curie that I'm likely going to hang up in my apartment somewhere now because it's just that wonderful. Life is not easy 
for any of us. But what of that? We must have perseverance and above all, confidence in ourselves. We must believe that we are gifted for something and that this thing must be attained. You can check us out at madeofmetalpodcast.com and you can follow us at Made of Metal Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. So that's Made of Metal, M-E-T-T-L-E. You can also subscribe and review the show wherever you listen to your podcast if you'd like to support. I also have a buymeacoffee.com forward slash made of metal if you'd like to donate. And as always, it's such a pleasure, such a gift to be able to speak with you guys here every week. It's helping me just as much as it's helping you. And I would actually love if you guys could tell me how this is helping you and in what ways I can help you better. That is my goal. How can I make this show better for you? So please send me a message, write me a comment on Instagram. I will receive it anyway (laughs) on all the platforms. (laughs) So as always, my loves, be safe and bloom where you are planted. Mm